0: Welcome, everyone, to the Run Local podcast. Of course, this is the podcast where we invite guests from across the spectrum of society, including elite athletes, entrepreneurs, local legends, and beyond. Josh, this is the sport of running. This is, it's not just a sport, it's a lifestyle. And we have a man today that I would say, lives that lifestyle to the max we have on the show the run local podcast today entrepreneur writer and publisher simon freeman our good friend from the uk josh What do you think about that guy? I mean, he's on the show right now, but this might be a good time to just talk about him while he can't talk.
1: Look, look, I mean, to be be fair, like, you know, I'd probably tell Simon this if he, if he, if, you know, well, I'd say the same thing if he wasn't here, but um, yeah, no, it is a, it is a pleasure. Um, I've been nudging JT to, uh, to, you know, we got to, we got to get Simon on on the podcast at some point, Um, but Simon, it's great to. Great to see you again. Um, you know, it's always fun moving away from the WhatsApp messages to actually seeing you in the flesh. Um, you know, and, and we met years and years ago back in uh, back in London. Um, all three of us. Same three Same, week uh, Same shit so... show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a day. What a yeah, day. Uh, but
0: well, I what think we day. have to stay with our we have to stay with our tradition of letting our guests somewhat introduce themselves
1: yeah 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 so that's the one thing that we have been doing is uh, we can talk at length about who you are and what you do but um, it's so much better when uh, when 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 you uh, spend a little bit of time um, to tell us who you are and what you do
2: Wow okay um, well JT said oh maybe we should dress up because it's Halloween and I've I', forgot. Come as I actually a, forgot. <laughs> I've come as an ex runner <laughs> <laughs> I, like um, I I mean currently I'm privileged to be the publisher and editor of uh, like the wind magazine um, which uh, started out as a passion project. My wife and I launched it uh, six and a half years ago because um, we were looking for for a running journal, running magazine that we wanted to read that was more about sort of the spirit of running, uh, the culture of running. Um, and yeah, I mean, um, I, I got into running uh, just before I turned 30 in a classic um, quarter, what is that, a third life? Probably a third life, hopefully not a a, a halfway point no. crisis <laughs> um, uh, where I couldn't sort of couldn't run up the stairs without needing to sit down for 20 minutes because of the amount of c- cigarettes I was smoking and beer mm-hmm. I was drinking and bad food I was eating. So I took up running um, as as the antidote to that kind of classic. Uh,
1: That's
2: a great uh, medicine. Drink yeah, your medicine. Yeah. And um, just got bitten by the bug, man. I just absolutely fell in love with it. I mean, I, I have to say. I'm really not one of those people that ever has regrets. I just think that everything in your life brings you to the point you're at and here I am. But I massively regret not starting running sooner because it's just Mm. brought so much so much joy. I loved I loved running. I must admit that I ran my last proper marathon um seven years ago and since then it's all been a bit downhill, not literally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but but i think you, sort
1: of... you, you're you selling yourself a bit short though you you went from not running at all to 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 running some like legit i think you run what 237 for marathon yeah. like like yeah, I mean, picking them up putting them down that's uh yeah i mean that's an impressive an impressive journey
2: yeah um yeah i'm i'm actually i can say that i'm quite proud of that you I
1: mean, should did It's, it's great
2: yeah i did literally go for, from uh, I'll tell you what really happened was I, I decided that I had to quit smoking on Christmas Eve, uh, just before 10:30, and um, so I did. The, like literally on Christmas Eve, I just quit. That was it. I was done. Never, wow. never touched another thing. Smoked, didn't smoke another wow. thing after that. Um, but I was super unfit. I mean, really bad. And I come from quite good stock. My dad was a Uh, you know represented England as an amateur boxer so you know he's a fit guy Mm -hmm. Um, so I was a bit of an embarrassment frankly to the family (laughs) and um, and I I thought well how can I start to sort of try and get a little bit of fitness back lose a bit of weight so I actually got a bike started cycling to work and back and then um, my girlfriend at the time said I'm getting bored with the fact that you've gone from doing no exercise to suddenly going out every Sunday morning for sort of three hours on the bike. Is there nothing you can do that will take less time? Um, so I ran <laughs> I ran around the block, which I know I found out subsequently or I measured subsequently is like a mile, 1.1 1. 1 miles. But I seem to remember it taking me about a quarter of an hour. And <laughs> I was sick at the end. Um you know, like all good addicts a week. A week later i was like oh maybe i'll try that again and then i think the bike got stolen and then i was just oh. running
1: <laughs> thank <laughs> goodness yeah so they they did you they did you a bit of a favor uh with yeah, the with the yeah. bike well they did us all a bit of a favor to be honest i, I mean you kind of launched yeah I could, this, been,
2: uh, I could have been trying to launch a, a an, an independent cycling journal one of one of about 300 on the market yeah yeah there's
1: a there's a there's a few of those that are that are out there right now um for yeah, sure yeah. um but i, I actually I, I subscribe to one based out of the uk a, a cycling um journal out of the uk and um what's it called Ruler. so it's oh, I love uh that. Yeah, it I mean it's a great it's but they're going through some you know some of the same things where like well how do we you know how do we encapsulate the culture of cycling and the in the in kind of the vibe of it. Um but I think one mm-hmm. of the challenges that, that cycling magazines have is they they maybe it's not a challenge, but just one of the avenues is they end up having like this idea where there is a bit of culture, but because there's so much gear and gadgets and stuff that's associated with it it's it's perceived to be uh, slightly inaccessible
2: where running
1: is like you know it's it's you and you can go outside and run around the block and there's not a whole lot that that you need to to do that Yeah, Um, yeah and when you're thinking about you know transitioning into Presenting that cultural component in the work that you do, like what are some of the considerations that that you come up with with these, you know, with what goes into the magazine? How do you how do you grab hold of that?
2: Well, it's really interesting. So uh, when we were thinking about launching, like the winter, when I say we, it was my wife and I. So we had launched uh, a marketing agency uh, for running brands because we wanted to work together. We wanted to launch our own thing. We were both really into running, so we were like. Let's let's do what we do professionally, but let's do it for something we love and for ourselves. So we launched this marketing agency. And from day one, we were immediately not busy. <laughs> we had no clients. So, so we thought, well, you know, let's, we've got time. Let's, you know, and we'd had a conversation about these magazines that I was buying. Cycling magazines, climbing magazines, surfing magazines. I, I wasn't doing any of those things. I wasn't cycling, climbing, or surfing. I was live, I was running 100 miles a week in central in central London. Um, and interestingly, so two of the magazines that featured really heavily in terms of our thinking, one was Ruller which we love, and the other one was a, was another cycling magazine called The Ride Journal. Mm. Um, and they kind of bisected. Two elements of the of, of cycling culture, I think, very neatly. So Ruler is unapologetically about road racing. So it's yeah. not about. It, it's very specifically about yeah road racing. The professional of sure. The ride journal was anecdotal. It was people's stories about cycling. It was people talking about you know uh, doing their first hundred mile. It was uh, people talking about BMXing. It was just anything. But pretty much not talking about the sport side it was it was the activity side so our approach has always been to try and keep a balance so we don't um we don't have race reports we do have stories from and about elite athletes people racing races but we balance that with as much um yeah you know personal anecdotes as we can like keeping it keeping it real keeping it about runners i mean you know on that basis we've had some absolute crackers i mean we've had stories about people running in nudist parks you know running a 10k in, in a naturist reserve we've had stories about we've had a guy wrote to us once and he said oh i've written a piece for the magazine you might not like it, but it's about why quit running. And I was like, yeah, of course we're going to publish that. That's brilliant. brilliant. (laughs) It's a (laughs) great great. story. It's like it captures, he captures something that we've all, I think most people as runners have had where they just go, ah, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Except he just never went back to it. (laughs) That's
1: that's probably Um, like the edited inner monologue that we've had too, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we, we kind of try and, um, you know straddle the line i mean i often think about this in terms of you know one of the crazy things about running is that when you run a marathon you're doing exactly the same activity on exactly the same day at exactly the same time with one exception which we might come on to as the people running 202 for the marathon at the 203 at the front of the field right yeah you're, you're literally you're literally doing the same thing as them and that's and the same as if you if you if you run a trail race, if you're out in the mountains, you know, you, Killian Kilian might be winning it, and I might be eleven hours behind him. But I'm but I'm literally doing the same thing as him. So we kind of try and keep that in the in the magazine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if we have that, like
0: a spirit connecting all of the. Yeah. Every yeah. story to every person in the sport, from the front of the back to the back of the pack. Hundred
1: percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent.
2: You know, the struggle. The struggle is real. Whether you're, you know, yeah, front yeah. of the pack, winning, or you know, doing your first ten k. Like it's it's that it's that thread of. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about it's why we run and yep. trying to capture the essence of of sort of running through that idea. Yeah. Um, so I'm. Holding a copy of the most recent issue. Oh, Gosh, you
1: I, got think yours? Like might, I think it's down here somewhere, man. I'm,
0: and I'm saying I'm holding it because not everyone watches the YouTube version of this podcast. Oh, time I got. I'm on. Like I'm on Ro- this Ro- one. Ro- Rogan. Okay, that's great.
1: This, this I is loved
0: the... the Ricky Gates story. Yeah. God, he's an artist. Now, I mean, I knew he was a runner. The I knew he was a runner, book. but I didn't know he was so good. The, the, the book. Uh, man. I mean. Uh,
2: the book is just spectacular. It is absolutely spectacular. And he was, and uh, you know, we and I, inter- I was lucky enough to be able to interview him for the, for the, um, you know, for that piece in the magazine. And it was yeah. just one of the most fun hours, just chatting to him in his house in New Mexico, talking about this project. He's, it, yeah, super cool guy.
0: I'm interested well, in anybody that has a bit of repose or takes a pause and is like, I don't know if I should put this in here and then puts it in there. Those are my favorite people that are like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna uh, reveal, you know, this this element of my life or my, you know, this personal part of my story. But I lean into, I wanna tell everybody everything because I just want you to know where I'm at right yeah. now. And Ricky seems to be that guy too. Like, here's my relationship issues. Here's what I'm dealing with as a human. It all, it Absolutely. all connects.
1: Well, bring bring the bring the bring before you comment on that, Simon. Like, give it give us a high level, just so folks who haven't had a chance to pick up the magazine, what are you guys what are you guys referencing in there?
2: In this particular issue, or just generally?
1: No, in in that particular issue, like the one, like that type of story.
2: Well, so so this really is that, that that's a really interesting. Kind of example, so the front cover that that j t was just waving about is a photo um, project done by a very talented guy called david brachetti and he went to uh, the u s trials for the london no sorry for the last games, so not the one that was supposed to happen so the real the, the the
1: real game the real games right
2: yeah, and he went to the um He went to the trials and he set himself up right by the exit of the track. So that as everyone came off the track, having come first, second or third, they're going to Rio or fourth, they're not, and just took their photos as they walked through. And then four years later, he sent them the photos back. So about eight eight months ago, he then sent them the photos back and went, do you remember this? And captured that. And so that cover is about elite athletes and the trials and tribulations of being an elite athlete and the struggle and, you know, making it or not making it. And there's some amazing stories in that. Yeah. Then you have Ricky Gates, and he's talking about running across America and a very personal journey. But still, he's doing something that is not very approachable. Um, But he wasn't trying to break any records. He was... Running across America for for yeah. sort of you know yeah. this very kind of esoteric reason, and then there's also a whole bunch of other stories in there that are, that are much more. Um, I hesitate. I don't mean to say every day. I don't mean to say common or garden because they're all really important. But they're but there's there's sort of a load of personal anecdotes. So it's that that particular issue is a good uh, example of how we try and keep the balance.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it, it's a great set of stories. And I think what, you know, and, and, and JT and I have talked about this, um, at length on and off the, on and off the, uh, uh, the podcast is, it's just basically this idea that they're, you know, the, it's about the shared experience. And one thing that I have always looked at is like, misery loves company. So when you're in the back of the yeah. marathon and you're suffering and you look around and someone's suffering with you, like, well, Dang! But at least, <laughs> at least I'm not alone in this. Yeah. But it's the same right. side yeah. of the elation is like people can feel elated at different at different levels. But it's that relatability that that I think the the magazine does a really good job of with the the variance of what it's put in front of you. So whether that's a yeah. you know some poems or some short stories or about like one that stuck out to me was a very short story about some uh, someone's experience about you know putting the gear on to go run in the rain and how much of like ugh I just much of a struggle i'm like yeah
0: yeah i hate that i know that
1: <laughs> i know that <laughs> yeah that's
0: how i feel when i'm dialing up this podcast to talk to josh every other day.
1: yeah yeah uh,
0: <laughs> heck yeah uh,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah but it's uh it's it's been uh um it, it has been a, a joy to a joy to read um and, and and i know that you've done you've done a number of uh pretty fantastic uh, interviews like uh, you, you interviewed Lance Armstrong down at his place over breakfast burritos or something ridiculous like that yeah, yeah. tell um, us a little bit about Lance careful. yeah I'm Lance. Curious.
0: can we get a minute about Lance
2: <laughs> uh be careful what you wish for you know what that came about because I was annoyed so I'd read this piece about the fact that he was doing all the he's doing trail races right because he was banned from any sport that was sanctioned by the IAAF and trail running's not one of them. So <laughs> being this kind of like uber competitive monster, well, I should, probably shouldn't call him a monster, highly competitive no, you can. guy. I think it's he's legit. probably not, he's not watching this podcast, but <laughs> well, maybe he is. He would go in, he, would, he wanted to do these trail races. And I was like, that's fascinating. And I'd run the New York Marathon the year that he ran the New York Marathon. And at the time there was this whole load of stuff about Lance Armstrong's retired from cycling. He's got the biggest, physical engine of any athlete ever I remember that year yeah. right And he's and people that don't know anything about running were like he's gonna turn up and smash the world record because he's got this vo2 max blah 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 and and runners were like no he's not <laughs> and he didn't but i ran that race the same year as him so i had this sort of thing in my head about lance armstrong and running so i'd sent a couple of messages going look the guy's being just rend torn to pieces after this after his admission and so i would sort of send these messages going look you know maybe there's a chance to tell his running story just not even talk about cycling or just tell his running story and i'd get nothing no response no response no response then maybe one day i got this i got one response one time just saying oh look he's kind of busy being sued by united states postal service so no then (laughs) nothing 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 and then i was coming to tre where jt and i stood in at a party and drank hard seltzers i didn't know what they were and got lots of them. yeah oh man anyway a is
1: this, is this, like a white claw is that what you're talking about
2: <laughs> oh.
0: claws, claws were out claws <laughs> were out, josh that stuff made no laws when you got claws josh.
2: you just made I that genuinely one up? Thought we were, <laughs> <a> gen- <laughs> i genuinely thought we were drinking sparkling water yeah anyway I sent. I was coming to Austin for this trade show, and I sent and I sent a message, and the subject line of the message was, "This is the last time I will ever email you." And then I said, "I'm coming to Austin in two weeks, and I'm never going to ask again." But how about an interview? <laughs> i got a response ten minutes later going, "Sure, Saturday, 9 a.m. My house. Here's the address." I was like,
1: "Oh shit!" You <laughs> I'm just gonna- said that. So you just got to go in, you just got to go in hard, just like Armstrong style. Like this is happening. You better be there.
2: Do you know what I did? (laughs) And again, if he ever hears this, he might not be that impressed, but basically when when we sat down, I pressed record on my device before I said to him, is there anything you don't want to talk about? And he was like, no, I was like, okay. And I said, do you want to see a copy of what I'm going to write before we publish it? No. Okay cool and I carried on but I thought if I don't get that his voice saying that then That's God knows And he was yeah. I mean we had we had some pushback we had some people writing to us saying why are you giving this guy airtime don't give him a platform don't give him space and I was like well the tagline of the magazine is it's why we run and I want to know why he runs
1: so yeah. I, did you find out? Was,
2: yeah. It's because he's a competitive
0: <laughs> maniac. Monster. We've, we've <laughs> established day, that,
2: Josh. <laughs> the day that we were, the day we did the interview, so I was told by his manager, oh, you can have 30 minutes. He rocks up. He was out. So I'm in his house. He comes in and he's bought us breakfast. And then and I was like, right, I've got 30 minutes and I was getting all like busy. And he's like, got as long as you want. And we sat there for an hour and a half um, but as that day he had somebody coming in from the austin marathon so we crossed as i was going out this guy from the austin marathon was coming in and lance explained that he was starting last in the austin marathon and he would that some company would donate a dollar for every person that he passed to a charity
0: yeah yeah. injury, yeah
2: and i was like Oh, that's kind of cool. Like I was sort of like, yeah. oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden this kind of, he goes, yeah, so I figure if I run 305, I'm going to pass everyone except 43. people. he'd worked out looking back on all the times. So he he knows almost like to the dollar how much this company is going to have to pay if he runs whatever he reckoned he could run, 308 yeah, or yeah. whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And I was it's like, cool. oh, my God, you just, you're just you relentless. <laughs> you just don't stop. <laughs>
0: yeah. it takes? It's what it takes sometimes at the top of the top. Yeah. 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 Maybe so maybe not he might have gone over what it takes. He might have yeah, taken yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he pushed it a bit far. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So how but was breakfast been, though? That's what I want to know. How was breakfast?
2: Well, do you know what? I was um so nervous. I, I kind of speed ate a couple of these burritos and then got really bad indigestion for the whole interview. But I was trying not <laughs> to have food in my mouth whilst I was talking to him. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, I'll take a burrito yeah. and just like oh, yeah. jam it no. down.
2: Ask him <laughs> a ask ask him an open ended question. Buy one of these things in. Try and swallow it before he finishes answering.
1: uh that's great. I've got Maybe a that... question. Josh. Yeah, go. Yep.
0: No, I mean I just don't want to talk about Lance anymore. You want you want to know more about no. Lance, Josh?
1: No, no, I was gonna transition away from that, but I mean you I mean but I have uh, a terrible... I mean... Yeah, I got it. I think I got
0: this one. You and I are not on the same page right now. Um,
1: Where are you, JT? You're like in the, you're I, like in some, like, I'm in probably, Scottsdale,
0: yeah. Scottsdale, Arizona, Got the bougainvillea Valley slightly blooming behind me. Um, cars whipping past,
2: uh, you can probably hear those too much too, but.
1: Nah, I can't nice hear a thing.
2: I love that. I love that. I love that a mini go JT kind of going, yeah, you know, I hate it when you're going for a run and it's raining and I'm like, what? i know it doesn't look at you sat there in a t-shirt i'm super comfortable it's about 70 degrees it's really nice uh it's
0: it's gorgeous we're putting on actually i'm out here working with the Havelina 100 you know that uh endurance event it's put on by jamal curry and uh the, the trail running company really cool event it's like all halloween themed and this is their comeback event so their first live event um wow. i think in a long time so we got a minute a small field no spectators no media we're just setting up stuff for hoka so we're out here in the desert working for for javelina but um yeah, my, I, it's kind of a bit of a sequitur i think they do a good job of making something special at those events but you make something really special with like the wind and so i think about my organization a lot run local and soul focus and uh, it always takes a little bit more t- it right like to to get a final product exactly the way you want it and i think a lot of people in the running industry they don't go that next that next level they, it's like okay we put out a lot of okay or a lot of mediocrity and i think we touched on it in cycling and cycling has 300 bespoke uh underground magazines about every single niche within cycling but run doesn't quite have that. We've got these different levels and we've got runner's world and it's all race reports and it's who's the fastest. And it comes exciting every four years at the Olympics, but you've created something with impact and art. And so A, it's part commending you. And I love what you've created us from the first time I saw the, the, the issue, but how do you get there? How do you get to that point where it can't just be okay and that it has to hmm. be great and thematic every single time?
2: Well, um, I think I speak for the entire team, which is me and Julie, Alex, and Imogen. So there's only four of us. When I say we are not happy with where it's at, we we're trying to elevate it. We, <laughs> That's want, how you do we it. want. Yeah, we want to be. We want to do better all the time. Yeah. Um, but you know what? One of the driving factors uh, in this is that um, we don't out the model that we are, the the commercial model, right? Because this thing's got to wash its face. Like the first five issues, I think, Julie and I just basically just paid money out of our dwindling savings to kind of make it happen. Um, But it's got to be commercially viable. But we don't really have advertising. So like next year, we're going to have four partners for the whole, so there'll be four, let's call them ads, advertorials. There'll be four ads per edition, that's it. We're not it's not 60% advertising. There's no like quarter pages, there's no there's no um classified section. It's literally the four partners and the advertising is going to be as good as we can possibly make it so that it's engaging, but it's not it's that's it. That's the that's so the way that we make the thing viable is that people pay 13 US dollars for an for a copy of the magazine, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm and I'm really aware of the fact that somebody's going to spend 13 bucks on a magazine. It's got to be really good because, you you know, so, so, you know, we're constantly having this, this thing of how can we make the magazine better? How can we spend more? How can we, and, and, you know, our budgets are super limited. We're so lucky that so many artists and writers and photographers are generous with the content, you know, very often they say, look, we just we don't even want you to pay for it or we just it's a pleasure to work on it. Um, but we're, we're constantly trying to elevate because we appreciate that we want to keep the price point high. So we don't discount the price point. And it's not like some magazines they'll have a cover price and it's five dollars. But if you buy a subscription, you're getting them for two bucks each. That doesn't that's not what happens with like that
1: yeah so, so we're
2: kind of always we're, we're always trying to kind of keep the, the 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 kind of quality high and that's you know sometimes yeah. i sort of think oh maybe we should just flog a load of ads and make the magazine cheaper <laughs> but right you know right. we didn't i i certainly don't think we're in a position to to compete with big established running magazines no don't yeah. so, yeah, and why, why.
1: But to that point, you know, to that point too, Simon, like, and and JT, I think you make it make a very good point is that you look at some of those larger scale kind of the, and they feel different, first of all, right. It's not something you're going to like throw on your coffee table. Um, It's just, you know, it's almost like a disposable thing where like the wind is something where like, yeah, I can go back to this and I can look at the pictures or I can look and experience that. And thank Mm -hmm. God it's something off the screen too. You know, there's something about a magazine where I'm not looking at a screen for, (laughs) for some part of the day whenever that ends um and i i i think it's we, a break I mean, yeah exactly well it's it, it it it's 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 a cognitive break in more ways than one that i think people really really need as a connection mm. to a larger community that they have limited access to um and and you know i the one that i the one that stood out to me the actually the one that i was really excited about this magazine right here about the midnight run in new york yeah. it just sounds Amazing. So, amazing, like, right? there's a bunch of like crazy SOBs out there that say it's almost like this orienteering, like, hey, get to there. And like, all right, let's light it up. Let's go yeah, in the dark in New, yeah.
2: in,
1: in New York.
2: No, hope and it's on, yeah. on open roads. I mean, it's, yeah. they're and like exactly. in and out of
1: traffic. Yeah, Which, which, to be fair, when I go to New York and I run, is basically what I do anyway. It's you know, you go in the morning with the garbage trucks and you're weaving in and out in the middle of the street trying to get from point A to point B, so you don't stop your run anyway. But the point mm-hmm. I think is, is it, it is it very much now feels like a portable community where you can go like, yeah, 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 I can't wait to get back out there. Um, so I, I you know, I think that that's something that. that that goes a long way as a as a physical reminder of 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 what's possible so you know I guess
2: I mean and I love what you just said about you know taking a moment away from the um taking a moment away from the the screen because like so one of the nicest comments I think we've ever had is somebody wrote to us and said oh one of uh, what I love about like the wind is that you need a bookmark to read it and I was like oh man do you know what If people, you know, make themselves a coffee or crack open a beer or pour themselves a glass of wine and spend ten minutes with a story, I'm like, that's to me is just it's impact. Man,
0: you're making an impact, especially when everyone else is like, why would you create a uh, an offline publication
2: right now? I know, I know, so 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 stupid, so stupid, dumbest thing ever yeah but and do you know what this again you know stubborn stupidity for the first year and a half it absolutely was the worst idea possible we were literally like we 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 took the decision to not have any brand partnerships for the first I think six issues because our thinking was without any pressure from brands we get to create the magazine that we want but then we're entirely reliant on selling it in order to you know yeah. make our yeah. money back but then i figured if we've got like i don't know whatever six six issues and then we start talking to brands we can kind of present them with these six issues and go and by the way this is what we're doing so we are going to write about some stuff that's a little bit controversial like we've written about you know, Red S, red, relative energy deficiency in sport. We've written about um, gender issues. We've written about pollution. We've written about doping. You know, we're kind of, you know, we're not going to kowtow. And thankfully, the brands that kind of do want to work with us are like,
1: okay, well, we'll yeah, we're okay I love with that.
0: that. I love that pollution and, um, you know, being a, a
2: strong environmentalist has become political. That's great. Like, uh, just... Yeah, and do you know what? Uh, I'm trying to think when our, it was actually the cover illustration of the issue that we had the piece about plastic pollution. Because it just, mm-hmm. as soon as a lot of this is me discovering stuff, right? So, so I'll give you an example. We had a piece, I was introduced to somebody at a running festival. A lady came up to me and she said, What do you think about non binary runners? And I said, What? With oh, JT, you and I talked about this.
0: I was in the. Uh, yes. I was in this article.
2: I was quoted in, in this.
0: this
2: Thankfully, JT is totally more plugged in than I am because when I said it to him, he was like, "Oh yes," and talked really eloquently about it. But I was like, "What? What's it, it?" Well, what? to be fair, Josh brought
0: that to me. Josh in, got that to me from Google saying you need to have this as an option. So everyone on this call had on this podcast had something to do with that.
1: Like a registration, like a registration registration option. option. Like, why the Uh, hell would you not? (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: I don't
1: know. Well, I'm a 40 year old white guy. uh, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so probably Simon's point. A lot of
2: a lot of what a lot of the features in the magazine. uh, A lot of the um. A lot of the features in the magazine kind of come around because I'm trying to answer my own questions. You know, I'm. I'm thinking I don't understand this issue, so I want to understand more about it, and that's and then we end up writing a feature. So we write a piece about plastic pollution because it had not really occurred to me that in whatever I've been running now, 15 years, I've been through however many hundreds of pairs of trainers and yeah. hundreds of hundreds of t-shirts,
0: gel packets.
2: That it, I, I got to be honest, I've all ended up in landfill. I mean, I'm embarrassed to say. I mean. Yeah. Point. Yep. And and I was like, oh shit, I hadn't thought about that. And then you start doing a bit of research and you work out how many tons of product, you know, is is going into landfill. And it's kind of scary. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, in some regards, to lighten this up, I've got a couple of pairs of shorts that probably for the good of the environment should actually be just set on fire <laughs> all, all the way around. Yeah. Like that's probably the best thing the for everyone, you know like behind, behind you know you know fired off into space it's, it's like nothing's <laughs> cleaning those bad boys um yeah. uh, you know it, it, you know simon in, in 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 addition to those like one of the things i wrote down one question i was going to ask you and and if jt's got to jump off here in a couple minutes I, I, jt do you mind if i ask one no, question?
0: I, what i love what i love the idea of you guys just can the conversation's wonderful it's flowing i want you guys to keep going when i bounce off you guys finish it strong. You finish well, it stronger we, than we, let me hand the baton to you too.
1: Well, cause this question goes to you too. So let's ask the question. Right. We can we can do a pretty good job at we can we do this. it.
0: I'll be a few minutes. Yeah.
1: Like there's a there's there's something about the magazine where you kind of always like there's 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 a little bit of of like, oh I hadn't thought about that, or wow, that's a really interesting deep dive. But there's always something, like I was talking about with the New York race, about um, creating a new sense of awe within uh, something that we find to be, you know, pretty cyclical or pretty, you know, um, standard. Like if I run every day, I might go on my same route or something like that. But one of the things that 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 I'm I'm curious from both of you guys about is like, what's the what's the the, the thing that created like the most recent thing that created been a sense of awe, uh, for each of you within the, you know, within the kind of the running sector, either you doing it or seeing it or experiencing it.
0: Like, I'm going to, I'm going to start because I've got to go and leave this podcast for you to finish. And it was this, the one thing we created at run local that was fun for me is the same shirt I'm wearing right now, which was the ability, the point, it says run local the point. We made an option so that people oh josh has got his it says run local dean trail was taking a run shirt or something that you love and making it your hometown or making it personal to you and just giving that technology option to you going out and just claiming something for yourself it's something i love is physical place Uh, And it's not just where I live. It's a place, maybe Kauai, where I'm going to spend the next month or Josh, we're going to be doing the next few podcasts from there because that's a physical place that's special to me in that shirt or whatever that place is because I love community. I think there's something powerful in uh, what's around you immediately of how it influences you, uh, whether it's job, friends, family, environment, trail, weather, climate, all those little things that like mean a lot to me because it means it's you're being present in that time and place and so for us to create this shirt just seems like we're trying to make twenty dollars and i will tell you right now we don't make any money on any of these things but they're so expensive to make <laughs> but to give someone that brought me off so that they can claim the dean trail which is josh's favorite trail to run and you're like that's mine that's my that's one my little corner of the world something like that so i'm going to invite you to tell us what you know what is the thing you've made um that brings a little awe in the space, and I'm gonna bounce out with that one. I love you both. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, everyone else. Tell someone about it. Later, boys. Thanks.
1: See ya, JT. So, Simon, I guess that I guess that that, that leaves uh, that leaves you that leaves you and I. So, what? Uh, tell me tell me about that. Like, what, what was the? I know you've been on some fantastic you know, runs lately, but there's got to be something out there.
2: I'm gonna say that, uh, and and I say this with a degree of um you know with a slice of humble pie i thought that what the london marathon did was awe-inspiring like they took this bifurcation of this one event the mass participation element and the elite element and they were like we're going to do both and obviously it's not going to be you know m- meshed together and it, you know it, it, it's got it's got to because of what's happened this year be separate But I was really inspired by the fact that they put on a really solid elite event. It the coverage was fantastic. I was glued to it Um, for like five five hours. Women's race and men's race, and and I watched half of the wheelchair race. So like you know it was a it was a full full work day of sitting watching racing.
1: (laughs) You're exhausted by the end.
2: Yeah, brilliant. And then they had forty five thousand people who registered. Who went out and ran, you know, the virtual version of the marathon. And people that I know that were doing it said it was extraordinary that people had bibs on and they were, and you and they were seeing each other and they were like high five it. well, they weren't high fiving in COVID. They were elbow yeah, yeah, bumping, yeah. Yeah. but really acknowledging one another. Um, you know, and, and and they 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 managed to integrate technology so that people that have run that virtual race. Or have the ability to use the times for kind of you know entry into subsequent years races and stuff and i just right. thought you know good good on you you know like hat tip that is awesome that is really um great and then the other thing which is a bit of a plug is the next edition of like the wind is out 26th um and so we're calling it issue 26.2 and oh, nice. an element of that is yeah an element of that is that there's going to be a sort of an additional supplement so we, we're going to do our regular 120 pages and then we're going to add a, a thing about the marathon and you know we we reached out to our audience on social and and in our uh like the Notes email list and said look you know we'd love to hear people's email stories and um, marathon stories
1: yeah 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 and yeah.
2: uh yes what you get back is just amazing. It's just fantastic. I'm like, I'm still going through it and it's and it's like just makes it a pleasure to publish the magazine because there's so many great stories, you know, you just think this is manna from heaven.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I remember I I did see the email that came through as, as since I have a, a subscription to the magazine. Um and and you know, I think you're right with the with the London Marathon, um it was it was unique and I've, I've, I've had the, the extreme, um, pleasure and opportunity to run that course, you know, a few times just be, because, you know, it's a place that you go when you, 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 run. And, and so you can relate to some of that too, over and over again. Um, wh- which I thought was really interesting when you were, when you were watching it. Yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of like the thing that, 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 has sort of blown me away. And it's been like that when I've been out running just on my local streets and you see people and early on in the COVID situation, there was a lot of people out and they're all like, yeah, nice job. And there's no cars. So the cars are not on the street, it's just people, which I thought was really cool. And it's really unique for, especially for the US to see less cars, more people on streets. But the thing that has really resonated with me recently is the sheer amount of joy that some of the professional athletes are allowing themselves to express when they're participating in in events and a great example of this is like uh uh pete julian who is a a, a buddy of mine who runs uh, you know the training group out of the out of the us like his athletes would compete and they had some like inner squad kind of meets and bowerman track club and things like that did that and you know, they they run fast time for maybe a 5K time trial for sure. It's great. But where you really saw the joy was when they were running these like mixed gender relays and they just, it was just fun. And it made me think about like, yeah, back in the schoolyard days when you were just out there running and enjoying it and cheering each other on. And that to me was, was more fun than watching like, the world record being set over 5,000 meters, it, 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 or with either one of them, I suppose, men or women, just the, the, the pure joy that people had when they're running these relays, and just going like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, come on, you're going to get walked down by Shelby Houlihan in a 400. In a That's just fun. and 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 I think we get sometimes too serious about the Competitive value of what we're after, and we forget about the process and forget about the the joy. So. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, I don't I know couldn't if I, agree
2: more.
1: Well, I don't know if I have really a point other than that, but um, you know that that does come out in the magazine quite a bit of just some folks and kind of the experience you can relate to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Simon, but before we before we jam out of here. Um, I know that this is going to get some folks excited to to you know check out the content and, and see some of the stories that you were, uh, you know you, you're 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 talking about. Um, how and what is the best way? Uh, you've got different channels, right? You've got some some social media channels, you've got a website, things like that. Just give us a high level overview on how can they how can they check out the content and get get the magazine delivered to their door
2: um i mean everything is kind of collated around uh like the windmagazine.com so people can see stories there we have unique content on the website but we also republish pieces from the magazine on the blog and they can order the magazine either a single copy sale or or uh, sign up to a subscription and then we're on um linkedin and twitter as like the wind mag
1: great so they, that's probably the best thing there you go and if folks are listening i really encourage them to you know if you can grab a subscription and then you don't have to think about it because it'll show up um at your house and you're like oh that's great that's fantastic yeah you know i forgot about this and it's like a little piece of a little piece of like you know non political news that lands in your mailbox uh that you can yeah. that you can enjoy um so i i highly encourage that um so with that simon uh I don't know when to, when the next time we're gonna get a chance to to you know to to see each other um but uh it, it's it's been, been great catching up um
2: with, it's, hard, with, it's it's hard it, it's kind of weird to think that it that it's not obvious when we're gonna when we're gonna catch up in person because, you know who's who's flying around the world now so uh
1: yeah I don't know nobody nobody in the right mind that is for sure so it's uh no, it's
2: really. Hard.
1: I, 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 it's weird because I, I would have never thought that I missed airplane food, but uh yeah, there's a slight piece of me where, yeah, I could go for a piece of reheated fish right about now, you know, um, sort well, of the it's thing.
2: the, it's the promise, isn't it? It's the, it's the promise yeah. of going somewhere like, you know, we're going to, you're going to see old friends or you're going to, you know, run somewhere different or go, go run a marathon in another place. It's, um, Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. plain food sucks, but the going somewhere new is really interesting. But you
1: know, we'll get there. We'll get there, man. Um, in the meantime, and and my and one of my personal goals is still to get out there and and, and race uh, race the London Marathon. It sounds like maybe next October is a possibility. We'll sort that out some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, in the there. meantime, um, thanks for all the stuff that you're doing to get uh, the inspiration out to the masses. And uh, you know, love the magazine. Always love chatting with you. It's good to have a conversation when we're not in tuxedos, um, which is a little...
2: Yelling at people being sick.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Which uh, I guess like further explanation is it's Simon and I met uh, during the World Beer Mile um, Classic Championships in London a few years ago, um, which is as ridiculous as it sounds, um, but... <laughs> I always yeah. think back to that whole thing. I'm was like, absolutely,
2: I'm sure that the whole "dumb and dumber" outfits was your idea.
1: Oh well, I mean, you, you, it's it's hard for me to go anywhere without an orange tuxedo these days, and the, and you having the blue one was was made it all the all the all the better. Yeah. Um, but I go back to that whole thing where, <laughs> where your job was actually to procure the beer, and it was like, oh, we need to get some beer for this race within, you know. What it was, it was like twelve hours or something like that. Yeah. Uh, um, and you're like, yeah, no problem, I got this.
2: <laughs> I got this, and I ended up on a in a really weird, shady industrial estate in North London, having this stuff forklifted into the back of my car. I mean.
1: <laughs> and you thought, yeah, this wasn't exactly the plan that I drew up for myself in primary school, but this is pretty cool. We're gonna go and <laughs> yeah. have ourselves a beer mile. <laughs> yeah exactly amazing (laughs) well uh simon thanks again for all of your time um great to see you thanks for coming on the the pod keep up all the great work and um you know hopefully we'll get a chance to to chat with you soon
2: um yeah in the meantime
1: oh yeah of course of course our our pleasure um we'll stay safe get out there enjoy enjoy some trails um, for all of us and uh, we will we'll talk soon all right folks Until next time, um, this is Josh Moxon on behalf of JT Service and our wonderful guest, Simon Freeman. We are signing off for today. Have yourselves a lovely rest of whatever you got in store for yourself.